Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. <laughs> that sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real dill. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm, your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastesalute.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to Full Coverage. It's your besties, Manny and Laura here. Welcome back to the show where we're just a bunch of fools covering things. Covering things. Today we're going to be covering. Ooh, today we're going to be Today's asking. honestly juicy. Today we're going to be asking some hard questions to one another. So we have our questions ready. I would say the hardest. The hardest. The hardest questions. Because mm-hmm. I have my questions and like there are things I know, like some things that you have never talked about. And likewise... <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be excited. good to air some laundry. Yeah, it's it's an, it's always nice, to, especially like with your bestie. Like it's yeah. nice to air out some laundry and just be like, is. bitch, this is what happened. This is the tea. Here's the four one one. I feel like too now at this point of my career in the internet, I get 
to like say things without having people choke slam me. A hundred percent. Do you feel like in I the feel the past, exact fucking same way? You couldn't tell a truth. You couldn't say mm-hmm, anything without mm-hmm. everybody like with pitchforks yeah. at your door. And so now that was such a like old timey thing. Like, no, but I feel like, but I feel like it's absolutely the truth. I think that a lot of people have gotten almost like there's like some laxness, maybe or maybe just us. Maybe they see our lifestyle, maybe they see the way that we are. People will just be like, oh, like they're like down ass bitches and they can get our vibes. They're like ready to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think that it's just like, it just goes with the times, I think. It does. Like so. we've been in hot water, we have not had hot water, and now we've, we're fucking here. I haven't been in hot water in years. Mean either. Mm-mm. It's been years. Years. Years and years of unproblematicness. What's it like to be so unproblematic, Laura? Well, let's start. <laughs> <laughs> What's it feel like to be so unproblematic? It feels pretty good. I'm not gonna mm, lie. I feel like well, we'll get into the video. We'll get, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. But we also have like a little segment in the beginning. Of course, we're gonna do advice at the end. Mm-hmm. Secrets advice at the end. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, you guys liked when we talked about like our lives, like what we did this week, and we kind of thought we'd just fill you guys in a little bit. So this morning, me and Manny both started our morning with watching John. Yes, Static, Static John. John. Watching him go live at the mm-hmm. Ace Family House auction. Baby, John did such a good job. Like he's, he's like a reporter. <laughs> he's very well spoken. He is. So it makes me listen. Like and like he had PowerPoint presentation. Like he had cards up. <laughs> Literally. And like whatever. Has, if someone has cards up like that, I'm like, baby, should I be, should I be paying attention? He's brave for doing what he did. I love that he did it. Honestly, I thought it was like really cool. I think that it's almost like weird to think that like because like for us we talked about the ace family a little bit and like even me i was like oh my gosh should we like be talking about this like it's the ace family like should we be talking about it like speaking about certain things but it's like i think that it's just part of like our lives and we're talking about things and we want to talk about it and the same with john like i think he just wants to speak his mind i agree and i think we're at the spot now in our careers where we're allowed to speak our mind and say what's on our minds exactly and not only that like we literally just talked about it and then yep. That we were talking about the house going into foreclosure, yes. and then like John is actually very educated on the topic because mm-hmm. I and you we Maybe didn't I have nothing. I don't know nothing about no foreclosing. We don't know works. nothing about that business, which he really broke it down. So now I understand what's happening. So mm-hmm. the foreclosure did end up getting postponed to October twelfth, which he yeah. is going to attend that one. I think. Hell yeah, I hope so. I hope bring so. Bring that little microphone. Honey, bring I want to bring that little mic. microphone. <laughs> No, but he's great. I was I was really thoroughly enjoying his little Me too. His live. Me too. It was really, really cute. I was obsessed. So Manny, tell me what's going on in this week for you. Oh my word. What's going on this so for me, oh my god, today's Friday. So no, I have not a launch. today. Today is Tuesday. I know, but it's going live on Friday. You <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm like trying to do inception Get here, Laura. No. So today's technically Tuesday, but you guys are watching this or hearing this on a Friday. So therefore. Today is Friday. Took me a minute to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Today's technically Friday, but um, I actually have my reveal and launch going live for my collection today. You guys head over to Manny's channel. Go on over, you guys, because as soon as the reveal, this is like I guess like a an audio podcast exclusive because as soon as my video goes live, the launch like the collection actually goes live as well. So you guys, but no one knows that. Go buy it. LunarBeauty.com. But first, head over to the YouTube video so you can see what it yes, is. Yes, see what it is. See what it is first, of course. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, 
I've it's been a fucking journey yeah. trying to get it here. Yeah. Because of the port situation that's happening. It's been so frustrating. In the Los Angeles port, we have a major backup. It's one of the worst that we've ever seen. So there's going to be a lot of delays. Like weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm-hmm. Like actually, if, if not months. There's multiple ships sitting out in the ocean twiddling their thumbs. Yeah, just like not only. But like imagine also being at sea, just sitting on Girl, the boat for I'd be like, weeks. we about to put the anchor down. I'm going to go on and head in. And baby, I'm, I'm going to need a, I don't know what to, like I wouldn't know what to do. I would Mm-mm. freak the fuck out i'm already like kind of claustrophobic they're used so i don't know to what it. Do. they don't care yeah i guess but it's i guess to me i'm they just so like uh, they're like whatever cut like, the fuck check it, thug life. cut the check we're chilling cut the check bust it down i don't know the words <laughs> well your week what was your week like um so this week like pretty much my whole week consisted of filming my home tour which is live on my channel right fuck now yeah i have promised that video for over a year i mean it's about time how long have i been working on my honestly home? oh my god it's just, that's a sick joke to even ask it's me that because joke. it's almost been two years. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. For as long as like and I have worked I consistently on my home so hard. I completely flipped everything in it. It was a very glamorous, yep. like pearly white, like everything super glam home. And I really switched it over to more of a natural warm tone home. Yeah. So everything's completely different. And so I do an actual home tours up on my channel now. I love the beads you have everywhere. The anal beads. <laughs> may, may I call them my anal beads? <laughs> they literally, like, they're decoration beads that are, like, in a big, like, circle. He thinks they're his anal but beads. But they, they're not. <laughs> First of all, if I shove this him. up my ass, I'm done. <laughs> that shit is, like, the size of a softball. Like, it's not going up there. But they, it, like, look, they're so fun. Like, everything you have in your house is so, like, meto- like methodically placed. Like, it's very specific for a reason, which I it really, is. really like. It is. I put so much thought and effort. There's no worse feeling in the world than having a it's ugly and like oh I like my to god more. and i'm like which i explained in the intro of the video yeah. i'm like i think everybody's home is different because totally. your home should be your own little sanctuary and mm-hmm. like if you hate what i did that's totally fine because it's like my little sanctuary and what right. i like but mm-hmm. if you like like super colorful or fun crazy posters or then that's so cool and that's what right. you should do with your space like make your space for you we're all for an eclectic style too mm-hmm. you know even though like i tend to actually be more on the neutral side of myself when it comes to like decor and stuff like that i'm not really a decor person yeah i literally bought my home with the decor in it still because i'm like yeah. i can't deal with this but naturally i like the soft decor the warm tones like all that kind of stuff is like my natural go-to totally because it's just like i just feel like it looks really pretty speaking of which for, <gasps> for those watching on youtube we have a neon sign and a middle camera oh <laughs> We, okay, wait. We told you guys to be patient we with us. We told you. We told you to be patient with us, fucking bitches. You're not patient with and you us. You're fucking patient. Y'all did the opposite. <laughs> Y'all did I'm us. like, listen. Listen, fools. Because you're our listeners. Go. Go. <laughs> Y'all cannot be saying like, oh my God, I hate this, hate this, hate this. And the podcast and the comments on the YouTube channel when we haven't finished the setup You're yet. You're going to have to ease the foot off our neck. Yeah, like, you need, we were baby, you need, I need, I need some air. Air. <laughs> Good We Lord. need some air. We were you trying to figure it out. You th- would have thought based on the comments <laughs> that we filmed in a dark dungeon or something. Like... <laughs> I know, but see, we're, just, we're it's, again, it's like a, it's just a work in progress. Like this whole space for us is a work in progress. So, and once we get to a spot we love, I ain't we'll taking no fucking know. shit from we, no yeah. one. We'll be <laughs> we're just going to start swinging back. <laughs> no, but honestly, I love the idea also of calling our listeners like fools or like something with fool. Yeah. I think that's cute. It's so cute. Like, hey, little fools or I love it. Foolies. Hey, I don't, I don't know. Fully <laughs> Fully girls. Okay, I'm we're so gonna, full. We're going to work on that. Okay. <laughs> That's something that we're going to have to, you know, re- revisit. But we'll if you guys like the idea of that, we we like that too. Yeah. Fools. Hey, fools. Because we're fools. 
We are a bit. Should we jump into our main topic? I'm scared. No, honestly, I'm, I'm actually. Scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Should I ask I'm you first? Scared. I think I, I'm willing to answer the first. Hard I think question. that that's really really good. I think that'd be fantastic. I have a hard question. I'm, I'm going be to honest, ask. I'm a little nervous. As you absolutely should be, because I did pull some things that were a little tougher. Okay, cool. Than usual. I'll take them. Because it's like even like things that we wouldn't even talk about in like a truth revealing YouTube video. Okay. Things are a little bit more deep than that. Yeah. This is a pod. Like this is like where we're allowed to get deep and That's dark what it's and dungy. Meant for. It's what it's meant for. It's what it's meant for, right? Mm-hmm. So my first question okay. is going to be why is your brand in TJ Maxx? It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Some little things here and there. I'm just kidding, guys. I know it is shocking. Everybody that finds it in there tags me on Twitter and mm-hmm. asks me all the time. And I should have answered this a long time ago, but it's not something I did like from my brand to my warehouse to TJ Maxx, it was a different kind of transaction. So for those of you who don't know, I was in Morphe a long time ago. My makeup brand was, and it is no longer in there. So that Morphe owns that inventory. They bought it. So they have, since I'm not in that store and they don't sell my product anymore, they do shift around a lot of their products they aren't selling anymore or products they want to clearance out either Mm -hmm. way they move them to discount department stores and that's what they did with our product that they're not uh selling anymore so that's that's like with with all of them like tj maxx marshall's uh north rack like that's just like tends to happen a lot of brands especially the re like the retailers mm-hmm. the big retailer brands will do that because it's like oh well if this isn't moving or we don't want to no longer carry the brand they'll do that a lot of times because they don't want to lose out on a lot of money yeah either. it's their way of like moving the products yeah so, they have to get but rid it in isn't some way. something that like i guess it does have to do with me but it really doesn't because it was a transaction not really i wouldn't say it even in, has anything to no do it doesn't even like really involve mm-hmm. me so i guess that's really why i haven't talked about it because i don't have any transactions with tj maxx and like my warehouse and like what the product i sell yeah. my where um my website it's, mm-hmm. it's different so but it is my brand so i wanted to hit it. so good yeah. answer like no for sure answer. and like technically the only thing that you have tied to it is like literally it's your brand's it's your product I, yeah but that product is no longer yours once you sold it to another exactly. brand exactly and you, you know, know like being a brand owner like you 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 don't really expect these things and totally like, it's just how like are we supposed to know that's gonna happen like yeah like that's crazy exactly so it's just like so all, all kinds of things happen and situations happen but i will say this i am a max denisa baby I, me too i've been posted, i think you've turned me into one i have turned you into one i do because i feel like you like are the ones that like, i mean my mom also is obsessed with tj max like she you is. and my mom are like the influence on me to like like tj max i'm not kidding yeah like i'm like now like really into it it's a good store it's good um i love it i can't count the amount of videos i have filmed shopping there on my own channel before this and after this Mm -hmm. and um yeah so hell we love tj maxx in this house yes we love them all we love period we love marshalls we love them all 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 right manny are you ready i don't know (laughs) (laughs) sure um okay what is something you have never told the internet (sighs) something i've never told the internet Okay, I do have this one story that I've Uh-oh. never talked about. Uh-oh. And you know what's funny? Like, you even saying that is because, like, I thought about it the other day. And I, I feel like I almost, like, blocked out of my memory that it even happened in the first was place. Was it a negative? It was a very, like, it was a weird situation. And I almost felt, I felt, it happened I was with uncomfortable. someone else? Yes. I was in an uncomfortable situation. Okay. I was put in a uncomfortable situation. Uh, with someone else? Yes, with someone else. Oh. And um, so this happened to me, I would say, 2014. So that was, like, seven years ago. And I was, before I was even, like, 
really like manium way quotation air quotes you were like starting up online. i was just starting up i had like maybe like ten thousand followers on instagram like very very small on account and there was a how do you even say the word like someone who was a little bit older who was in the beauty space that would like take people under his wing in a weird way okay. if that makes sense i'm not gonna say his name because this is like an awkward situation what's it called though whenever some is it um not coaching but what's like it? a sensei but no what's the word that they use nowadays i don't fucking know an it's, orchestrator um but yeah um so basically so yeah, i was like i'm not gonna say his name because it was like this is obviously so long ago too and honestly i think part of it was my fault too okay. um i mean definitely definitely part of it was my fault but seven years ago there was this like older gentleman who was like very about like helping with like i don't know the beauty space in some way i didn't know really what he did at all but he was an older man and he had like dm'd me and he was friendly and i had met him a couple of times like went to different events or whatever have i met him i don't know if you've met him before mm -hmm. you might have you might yeah. have um but basically were like i was like dm'ing with him kind of being flirty i was being flirtatious mm -hmm. because like you know it's like an older man in the beauty space like and i'm already was like into like older guys like mm -hmm. in general so i'm like being a little bit more flirty and like that kind of thing and he was like oh you should come to this event with me like as like his plus one because i never really technically i think this would have been like the second time i had ever met him because i'd been to one event and then this one mm -hmm. so he was like i want you to come to me you be my plus one and it was like to a big influencer event that i had never met any of these people so like a cool opportunity so like a cool opportunity so i was like dude yeah for sure like i would love to come so i he's like staying in la he doesn't live he you were in san diego i was in san diego and so i drive up i pick him up and we're going and driving there and he like gets my hand mm -hmm. and starts like hold my hand okay and i was like were you okay. into him at all or just like no you know i felt like i was like in the beginning like i think the whole the idea of it was like cool mm -hmm. but i wasn't like physically attracted to him okay. i think the idea of it was like oh like this older gentleman i already like had like this old gentleman kind of thing i kind of lived for that situation you know very daddy um and so i remember being like kind of uncomfortable with the hand holding thing but i was like okay, well, like, I don't want to make it uncomfortable. Like, we're not even at the event yet. Like, let me just keep holding his hand until we get there. Right. Because it's like, it's good. It's a hold. It's, I'm holding hands. It's not that big of a deal. So we get to the event. It's fun. I had a great time. I met so many people and I had like such a great, great, great time. So finally, I'm like driving him back to his hotel. And he's like, so I'm like, we're parked. And I'm like, okay, like, have a good one. He's like, oh, do you want to stay the night? And I was like, no, like, I was like, I'm going to go back home. Like, I... I'm done. I'd like, rather I, I'd rather just go ahead and drive three hours home. <laughs> like I'm good, girl. I, was like, I'm, I think I'm just gonna pass. Um, but I just like because like throughout the whole night, like I thought that it was a fantasy that I liked. But when I was there with him, I was like not into it anymore. Okay. Because I was like I was like okay, well like I'm not like attracted to really even like with the daddy fantasy like i'm still not attracted to like this is just not when gonna work to for me experience him you were just like i was like not you know your what? vibe not, not my vibes vibe. i appreciated you bringing me like that was really really sweet of you not my vibe so i was just like no i'm gonna go and he's like oh i thought you were gonna like stay the night and so he, then he got like this like weird tone and i was like no like i'm gonna get going like i'm really tired like i have a long drive to go and he's like we well, just stay here and i was like no i'm like don't want to stay do you feel like he wanted to make you obligated because he took you to this cool event well as soon as he said well i brought you to this event like don't you owe me <gasps> wait, something what yeah wait say that again he said well you know i brought you to this event with me so like what do i get in return ew i'm not kidding and i was literally like flabbergasted and I can't, I, honestly, this is so long ago. This is later seven years. So I can't like, even my, my memory won't recall like perfectly. It was either like him saying like, oh, well, do I at least get a kiss for bringing you to this event? Or it was like something along to do with like, 
I brought you to this event so I get something back, you know? And so I like relived that and like my head, I was like, well, maybe cause I was flirting with him at DM a little bit and I went to the event, maybe like I shouldn't have done all these things. And like, you know, I was getting the wrong signal. But in that moment I was like, no, I'm like not comfortable. Like obviously I wasn't comfortable yeah. with it. So then he, um, so when he said that, I was like, okay. So I went in and kissed him and like we made out uh, for like 10 seconds. And it was like so. I bet you were like, gross. oh, I don't. Ugh. It was just such a weird thing. Cause like I had never like been put in that situation really in my whole life. Have you seen him like hang out with other young guys in the uh -huh. industry? Okay. I have, yeah, I have seen him hang out with other like guys in the industry. And I was, I had like, whenever I see him, I'm always like, oh, I wonder if like, there's like situations happening. Like that happened to me, Yeah, you know, but. Um, it's like he uses his like little fame or like some way to like coerce me. Exactly. It was like really just, it was because I That's was so gross. young. I was That's like 23. And it's like clear that your consent was like, no. I mean, it was when definitely you, clear when I was like, no, I'm good. Like I'm gonna leave. And like, yeah. I definitely was like not saying yes, but I will say I did agree to like kiss him. So I obviously went in for a kiss cause I felt like kind of weird about it. And two, I was like, flirting with him in the dms a little bit so i think that like in a way like he probably got the, i let him on and so for me i almost like i i owed him like this kiss i don't in some think you owed him the kiss i know but i guess like i don't i don't know i think it's just like for me happening like because it happened to me i don't even know how to think yeah about it anymore like right. and like my memory like when it comes to that like i don't even remember so much of it because it was seven years ago right and i was so fresh and like i wasn't even like anything it's so gross because in all honesty hearing this story i feel like he preyed upon you maybe a little bit it feels like a little bit of praying i don't know yeah. just like uh, i don't know it's i don't just, know the whole thing it just, just was seems so, so weird disingenuous like why he invited you to the event like yeah, if you just want to totally. hook up then dm him and say i would love to hook up or go on a date right right sometime mm -hmm. not i gave you this now you owe me that right that's like that's the part that's gross to me yeah i will always say that i was like i think it's gross that he was like oh well i brought you here so don't i get a kiss in return or a make that's out or like something that's like ugh. in return i'm like oh my god like that's like that's so seedy to me exactly like, that part is really weird but i've definitely never like i don't think i've ever shared that story online before. well i'm proud of you for sharing it but that just goes to show you like really how manipulative and like crazy situations can be especially mm -hmm. like out here in la but i'm sure they can be like that everywhere with different situations totally i just remember afterwards feeling like so like dirty and this, yeah like, weird. i felt so like you didn't want to kiss them. and i felt so like almost like ashamed that i was like i can't believe I put myself in the situation i can't believe i was being flirty and like and i didn't even like him in real life like i thought it was like going to be fine from like flirting in dm because i think it's a difference like you're like in this like zone where you're like oh my god i'm like kind of horny anyway it's you mm -hmm. know it's demon time mm -hmm. but then like in person it was such a different thing that i was like i'm actually not down ew like, i'm I hate not that so fucking much. down at all mind you like i'm like fully over it. it's been seven years and like literally i just barely remembered it like a week ago like it right. just came into my mind i was like what the fuck this happened to me how weird but it doesn't like i'm not affected by it thank god you know yeah. but it was just like weird i feel like i was taking advantage of in a way definitely in like the industry i would say yes so wow isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. I'm sorry. That I know I told this to you like year. years ago. Yeah, I thought you told me years ago, but I was like, I was this foggy is like, on it too because it was so long ago. Right, it was so long ago. Mm -hmm. I almost like forgot like that it even happened. I definitely forgot it happened, but I think something like somehow triggered the memory and I was like, oh. Reminded you. It's good to talk weird. about though because it also like helps people who maybe who have gone through a similar situation mm -hmm. or people who might run into that situation in the future yeah. and like hopefully don't find themselves caught up in it and like maybe see like, oh, maybe this person is inviting me or having me here for this and mm -hmm. I'm not interested in that do it reminds me it almost reminds me of like a boss yes. like in a work environment yes. that's like well if you want to raise like you're gonna suck my dick have you watched it's the very morning, that vibe to me i think it's called the morning show on apple tv with reese that. witherspoon mm -hmm. so basically it's kind of what it's about okay that situation yeah. where steve carell is 
you know, using his power to get to hook up with girls at the office. Gotcha. Yes. So that's kind of like what the vibe that I was, was kind of getting. That's very the vibe. And it's not okay. Like, it's not okay at all. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I definitely feel uncomfortable about it, but because it happened to me, like, I don't even know how to react sometimes. Like, I almost like feel like I have to, like, I wouldn't either. I kind of almost have to like process it. Right. And I did process it so many years ago, but now like I forgot about it. So I'm like, wait, how did I feel about that again? Like I dealt with that like mm-hmm. situation so mm-hmm. long ago that now I'm like, just trying to oh, remember. Yeah. I'm just like trying to recall and remember and I'm way past it. And I don't give a fuck that it like even right about him like at you're all okay anymore. To talk about like, I'm okay it to talk about it. Like I don't, I don't mind, but it's just like such a like weird situation. Where I was like, oh yeah, that, that did happen to me. How strange. Very much so. Very weird. Okay, well, I, 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 I say before we go into the next question, we we'll take, take a little, a little break. break. And we'll be right back after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura. Are we telling our listeners our secret? Find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm-hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing. What about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salute drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm, your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salute has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. 
and we're back. <laughs> we're back after a short little break. A short little break. But now let's go into my turn to ask you a question. Okay, I'm ready. What is your best and worst makeup collab that you've ever done? Hmm. Like brand name. Hmm. Yeah. I want like the juice. I want the Hugo. I would say, what should I start with? I would say start with your best. Just okay, like start my best, good I note. would say my Volet Voss, like actual collab. Oh, yeah. It was such a pleasurable experience mm-hmm. through and through. I really have nothing negative to say about I working with it. them. Oh my God, no way. Yeah. I created an eyeshadow palette with Volet Voss like mm-hmm. way whenever um, collabs with influencers were kind of fresh and new back yeah. then. So many years ago. I want to say it was like 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like so, so long, long ago. ago. Yeah. Um, it was a great experience. Um, very successful collab. And I have nothing to complain about. Also, the girls mm-hmm. who run Velvet Balls are just amazing. Quality was great. Yeah. Like, everything was good. They're bomb. So it was good. But now let's talk about my worst. <laughs> let's talk about your worst. So collab. I want to open up a little bit about my worst collab. Um, I, I like also have had time to like mature, totally. think about it, process of it, process it. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of like I can like see the whole situation clearer now. Yeah. And like I would love to talk about it. So do you know what year it was I collab with him? 17 or 18? I think with it was who? 17. The collab was, with, I, was like, I was like, we have to tell us the collab first. Uh, the collab was with <laughs> Matt Cosmetics. Okay. I created oh, the lipstick. lipstick. Yes. So do you think it was 17? I would say it's, it's like 2017. It was 17. Yep. I'll say 2017. So in 2017, Matt Cosmetics really hadn't collabed. Maybe they had collabed with an influencer before, but I think these were some of their first. It was like some of their first influencer collabs. Mm-hmm. So they took, I think it was 10 of us. It could have been a few more of us from each different country influencers to Canada to create uh-huh. our own uh-huh. lipstick. And we actually got to go in the lab and Mm -hmm. make the shade like it was actually our creation and Mm -hmm. then they were gonna they wrote down like all of our dyes and like everything we put in it and um would create it for Mm -hmm. mass production for our audience to buy so um me and gabriel zamora were the influencers from america Uh uh-huh so there could have been so cool that you guys did that by the way. Yeah, it was like, like it's, honestly, the opportunity is so cool. The opportunity was so cool, yeah. and like Mac was one of the first makeup brands that one of the makeup brands that really got me into like an obsession with makeup. Like I was Something. at the Mac counter twenty four seven buying everything. I didn't have the confidence to ever work for Mac. I really wish I would have went for it, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have that. Like I was too scared. I didn't yeah. think I was talented enough. Looking back, I think I could have made the cut. I really do. But anyways. Um, so this was like, honestly, like a creme de la creme moment for me where I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I could not believe it was happening. I was probably just, I can't explain how excited I was. Mm-hmm. Matt Cosmetic wanted to collab with me. I'm like, not sponsor me, collab with me. Like, I yeah. was shocked. Um, I found out it was a lipstick and then a bunch of other people were doing it. Still the same excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to Canada, made our lipsticks. And they were going to launch, um, I can't remember. They told us the day of the week they were going to launch. And I was obviously pumped for that and made a bunch of content pr- to promote it. But I had noticed as time got closer, Mac um, didn't promote it. So I was like, okay, interesting. They must are going to promote the lipsticks from all of us influencers on launch day. Right. Well, on launch day, the lipstick launched. I believe mine sold out on day one. Mm-hmm. It was super successful, but you know, I, Matt Cosmetics did not 
post one thing about the collab. It was fucking crickets. Crickets from any of the influencers. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you might be saying, well, maybe they just weren't on socials that day. First of all, they're a conglomerate. And That's I, not they had an posted excuse. twice that day. No, it was like five times. No way. Yes, they had posted on their Instagram they po- I know like that five they did. times. Mm-hmm. Like a crazy amount of times. Avoiding the topic of all of our collabs. So it was just super disappointing that mm-hmm. Mac was not excited about the collab as I was. I remember tweeting about it, actually. Yeah, I think a co- you definitely tweeted about mm-hmm. it, and then I tweeted about it. Like, Say I, how I, disappointed I was in Mac for not promoting Gabriel and your um, collab. Podcast. Um, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> your lipstick. Yeah, it was, it was like, honestly, it broke my heart. Absolutely. Because of how excited I was, and it kind of seemed like... They weren't proud. They weren't proud. Yeah. But it was with all of... They didn't support any of us influencers. So mm-hmm. at that point, at this point, you know, my audience is seeing it. I'm getting a lot of comments about like, hey, why is it Mac posting? I've cried to you about it, mm-hmm. so you defend me. You know, you're just like saying, you know, you wish they would support. Well, I just think it's like, I mean, if you're putting your time and effort into this collaboration, and you're promoting it, and you're doing all this stuff, the whole point of a collab is a two, it's a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a you're collabing with the brand and they're just like, oh, here's a, a morsel. Right. It's a two way street when it comes to collaboration. So you would expect the brand to also be excited about a collaboration. Um, so at that point, Mac started to get a lot of heat because of their lack of excitement. And mm-hmm. they ended up posting a picture of me and Gabriel. But at that point, it was just kind of like, well, we just had already sold out by the time I posted it. It had already sold out. And then Gabriel and, sold out like right after. And I'm like, don't just post me and Gabriel. Like a bunch of us collab, like mm-hmm. a bunch of of us collabed with you guys so maybe they were inexperienced in influencer collab but it doesn't matter if you're collabing with who you should always like show that excitement on both sides well i think they were because mac was one of the last brands to kind of get on the social media bandwagon they if were. you will they were really late to it they were really really late to that kind of game so i think that maybe they just were i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt in that situation like mm-hmm. kind of look overlook the situation as that maybe they just didn't know and didn't realize that there was like an etiquette to collaborating i would say i don't think well they collab with a lot of celebrities and there's yeah. major excitement behind all those collabs and never so. with an influencer so maybe they're like oh well we don't like but then how does that make the influencer feel? Like shit. All and it's right. like, are you just trying to get the influencer buck? Like, are you just trying to get your influence, the influence that you collaborated to buy the product to earn their coin and literally not give up and sweep them under the rug? That's uh-huh. how it seemed. And that's why I commented about it. Yeah. So I was like, girl, like they, they collab, they launched today, by the way. By the way. Like in case you, you know, since you're the brand, in case you're aware. knows nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. So. And this is like, they don't have, they didn't have a YouTube channel. Like they, there was no way that people knew that you were doing it with Mac unless you talked about it. Exactly. That's kind of the point. That's like where so this is going. A little bit one-sided. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm sure it was their lack of experience in collabing with influencers. Mm-hmm. But just a note for any brand, regardless of how big or small you are, if you collab with anyone, it should show excitement on both ends. Absolutely. Are you ready for your next question? Yes. What is your least in favor? <laughs> <laughs> what is your least in favorite makeup collab? <laughs> oh my God. That's so I funny. made him choke. I was drinking water. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel, okay. So all of them, I, there was like good and bad moments in all of my collabs, to be quite okay. honest. Like all of them, though, I would say the one that was the most seamless mm-hmm. was Ofra. Ofra okay. Cosmetics was the most okay. seamless. I did three liquid lipsticks with them. I did like a really, really light nude, a medium tone and like a darker one. And I did three liquid lipsticks and like, it was the most like just chill collaboration I had of all of the ones I've ever done. All of the other ones, all the other ones had great moments and they had like moments that were just like kind of shitty that we had to deal with. Mm-hmm. For example, when I did the collaboration with Jeffree Star Cosmetics, we 
like use like a certain box to promote oh, it in the I beginning this. and a box that like, you know, the team designed and we did not take from anyone. And there was a brand, I'm not going to say the brand's name, but they like threatened to sue us because like we were copying air quotes, <sighs> their design of their box. So yeah. we were like, what the fuck? Like we did not copy your thing, but like they almost like strong armed us into like paying them out. So we so can, you could launch so we your can collab, launch. like yes. holding you guys. It was literally like days before I was like, oh my God, like what are we going to do? They do do that on purpose. They do on purpose. It is a legal strategy. Mm -hmm. So they can strong arm you into giving them money and that's mm -hmm. exactly what happened. So the things, something like that has happened to me. Um, you know, when I did the collaboration with Make a Geek, the site went down and it was a huge <gasps> mess. Like it was just a fucking mess. And it was such a difficult situation because people like weren't getting the orders, they weren't getting the emails, they weren't getting all these kind of things. And like Make a Geek at the time wasn't using nightmare. Shopify. But well, because too, you don't really have control of that zero end control. of thing. So you're just freaking out. Zero control of that at all. Like I, the collaborator has zero control of what's happening on the site. Even the fucking brand owner has zero control of what's happening on the site. It's more so like the the platform that they use to sell their products. For example, Shopify is a platform, mm -hmm. which is like known to not really crash as easily if they get warning about stuff. Yeah. There's like, what other ones? There's Ma Magento. Magento. Magento is the other one that that one will crash, but it has great like kind of add-ons. It add has like a history. It has a history of crashing. Yeah. So there was things like that. And I think every single collaboration I've had, like for example, my Morphe one, we had issues with that one as well. I ended up like pulling certain things from the collaboration and we launched with the palette and some shadows or the palette and like some brushes because there was issues with the lipsticks. And it was just like, there was so many different little things that have happened to each of my collaboration. I'm grateful for all of them. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much from them because that really was my passion for just like creating makeup and like having my own brand. I will say like both of my collabs, how many times did I collab? Two? No. I'm mortified. <laughs> well, Wait, you're Viola Voss. Yeah. Mac. Mm -hmm. You have that bundle with Morphe. That was a bundle. That was, they, I didn't create a product with them. No, you had like a brush bundle. Yeah. Um. I think that was it. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. If it's not, I, we're gonna we're gonna get wrecked in the comments. If it's not, <laughs> <laughs> listen, it's been a long fucking time. It, okay. I have blacked out a lot 100%, of my memory 100%, of things. As have I. <laughs> yes. So there's a lot that's missing up here. Yeah. Um, but too, I, I feel like my collabs taught me a lot, taught me with working with brands, what mm -hmm. to expect, what not to expect, what to ask for before you deep dive in with a brand. Absolutely. Just different things like that. So you're not blindsided with anything like, and, and then I, I did start my makeup line in 2017, October, mm -hmm. 2017. Yep. So once I started my makeup line, I kind of quit collabing cause mm -hmm. I could just create the product myself. Absolutely. So I had started it so early on. I think that's why I cut off collabing. I've had a few opportunities to collab. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember. I'll tell you off screen uh -huh. uh, that I that I ended up turning down because I have all makeup remember. line. Uh -huh. I remember. I uh -huh. remember two actually. Yeah, I had two opportunities mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. collab, and I turned both of them down. Mm -hmm. Not because I didn't think they were worthy of me at all. I was so honored, but I just had my own makeup line. Right, so you almost felt like it was like what's it it redundant? What was the point? It didn't make sense because it's like girl, just, yeah. I could just make it myself. I that's kind of how I was like with the, when I was doing the Morphe one. I was almost like, why am I even doing this? Because I was oh, like, I, I have my you. own brand. Yeah, but. I I remember at the time I was thinking like, you know what, for me, I was like, I can't create a palette this size with so many shades for the price that I could mm -hmm. with Morphe than like my own brand Lunar Beauty. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. So and it so, like an it was, so it was an opportunity for me to come out with something like neutral for people that liked neutrals mm -hmm. that didn't want to spend an arm and a leg, just like right. an everyday kind of moment. And that's kind of what, you know, the palette was. was, but 
every collab that I've had has had like little hiccups here and there, but they've like taught me so much about what I want to have for even for my own brand and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. So you, you, you can't like regret it really. You can just be like, okay, this happened. I'm going to move forward in the best that I can. And I'm going to make sure that everything is as great as it can be with my own shit. I will say this. I, in my self-help book, I was reading. Of course. <laughs> uh, it just talks about failure and like how necessary it is. Totally. If you want to change, grow, switch up things like failure is a really great way to do so. And it's mm -hmm. like encourage, like we were set up in a society where it's like, we should only really be succeeding. We should never be failing, but it's like in the human world, that's impossible. It's impossible. It's just like dogs don't failing so much so sometimes when things don't go right or they feel like they're failing it's like mm -hmm. that is the best time because it's 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 a fight or flight and it's a time where you learn and grow even if you don't in the moment like some things where I have failed out publicly and privately I look back and learned later on mm -hmm. um like learn from this, like Life rethought lessons. it, rethought the situation and like, wow, this is why that happened and we can't let that happen again. Like you need to do better, you know, or like Absolutely. change this up. I think that's a huge thing that we have to all remember just in general is that like you cannot fear failure because you grow, I feel like you grow the most when you fall down and you're looking, you know, you're at the bottom, you can only can go up from there, you yeah. know? And like at most of the time, like you're not, paying attention to anyone else when you're like smooth sailing you're mm -hmm. like in your own zone that's all you're doing you're not, not like reevaluating what you're doing no not at all because it's like well why would you it's if you're working. Like succeeding it's working yeah even though when it probably is like probably shitty. areas that really need work yeah exactly so i think and that it's that's like just working something, for now mm -hmm. but in the social media world failure is like you're canceled yeah so you have to like you know be careful with obviously things like that but like we have to remember that it's just natural for people to fail and they're going to have to get back up and we're going to have to be, learn how to forgive them and we're going to have to move on. Move on, move honey. The fuck move on. the fuck on. Mm -hmm. My turn. Your turn. My turn. Okay. All right. What is the next? Okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> What's the worst product from Laura Los Angeles? Your <gasps> least favorite. <sighs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I'd say my least favorite. Okay, so I, I feel like I need to explain, but I'm going to tell the product first. Okay. I'll say our party animal palette. Our party animal palette. Party animal palette. It okay. is a small six eyeshadow pan. palette. It's six pans. Mm -hmm. There's all electric colors. Now, I like the palette, and I cannot tell you how many people have used the palette, oh and gosh. we still get the most incredible creative looks that come out of that palette tagged on our brand. So at the end of the long day, I, I'm, I'm excited about it, but I'll mm -hmm. say it's probably the palette that um, that is the least of our aesthetic, like mm. matches our aesthetic the least got it um so for that reasoning but i i would love to tell you guys the story on how that palette came about tell it so in 2017 i had created cat's pajama eyeshadow palette i launched it actually in 2017 i started creating it in 16 i will say like gosh i've grown so much and like have come so far from that palette i think that palette needed a lot of adjusting work um i just had a lot to learn and unfortunately when you do have a larger audience you don't really have that you should learn before you launch mm -hmm. um but I, I had growing pains and i had a lot to learn it was a great palette it ended up selling super well it really did People and the quality is so fucking day. fire oh it was bomb it's so good the color scheme beautiful fire. Mm -hmm. um it was really just the packaging honestly yeah. yeah it was like the aesthetic of it the aesthetic of the packaging was not cohesive right so 
I launched that, got a lot of negative feedback on the packaging of cat's pajamas. People really enjoyed the eyeshadows. And at that point, I had already created Nudie Patootie. Mm-hmm. So thank God, because I was like, well, they're going to love my next launch because it's super neutral. cohesive and neutral. Uh-huh. Like it's very cohesive, the whole collection. So I launched that. It was super successful. But you guys got to remember, makeup takes a year out. So mm-hmm. one, whenever at I least. came out, at least. Mm-hmm. So whenever I came out with cat's pajamas, I immediately wanted to follow up with a kitten's pajamas palette i wanted to create that which would have been the mini version so it would have been a six pan palette yes so i had that palette um the actual palette not the eyeshadow yet but the palette made mm-hmm. and the feedback was so negative on the packaging of cat's pajamas. I said, Oh my God, I have to scrap this project. Yep. Of- Cause wasn't it reversed or something like that? Like what was the packaging for it? <sighs> the packaging was, I can't, I think it was kind of the same. Was it the same? Okay, I can't okay. remember. I can't remember exactly. either. It was so long ago. I can't remember. It was so many years ago. I know mm-hmm. this was 2016. Cause yeah. we were already creating kittens mm-hmm. pajamas at the same time we were creating cats. Yep. So I was like, okay, we can't scrap this project, but you know what? Let's revamp. We've kind of come out with nudie mm-hmm. now. Like this is the, the transition. This yeah. is the vibe of our brand. So I was like, why don't we do something fun? Why don't we come out with a boss babe, six pan palette and a party animal, six pan palette. And they kind of contradict predict one another yep. one is a neutral palette for everyday workwear day wear and one's like a fun nightlife palette like electric fun color mm-hmm. so we came out with them they did good together but i would say all in all like our audience for laurely los angeles is not an electric colored girl like i right. don't think people come to my brand for an electric she's a girl on the go palette. she's a girl on the go yep. she's an everyday working girl mm-hmm. you know a hustler so Anyways, we have come out with Candy Skies, I will say, but that was which was gorgeous. That was one of my favorites. But anyway, so I will say, like, the palette kind of like developed through this long time of me taking so many critiques. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish at the end of the day I wouldn't have, and I would have just came out with Kitten's pajamas. Right. I do. I wish I would have stuck to my guns. Mm -hmm. I let. It's hard because it's like I let everyone get to me, but at the same mm. time, the feedback is so important to me. Especially as like a brand. Like yeah. A new, this is like your first launch. It's more than about you. Of course. Like me with Life to Drag. Like I had a lot of people that were like, that's weird. Like what does it have to do with anything with Lunar Beauty? It doesn't make sense. Same thing with me. Like it's like it's growing pains. It's your first launch. You just, you you take, you launch it, you absorb it, mm-hmm. you absorb all the information and you just hope that you can move forward in the best way. I feel like I absorbed so much information. It scared me out of creating what I wanted to create. I know. And so I regret it and I don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, you never like, look know. Look how amazing like some of the things you have, have launched have been. Yeah. Like we've how had amazing. Some- and like that was what have happened if you hadn't got that feedback in the beginning. It's so true. So it's like, I love the aesthetic of your brand now. And like, maybe if you would have kept on going with like cat's pajamas, that would have been the route your aesthetic went, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I like your aesthetic a lot now. Me too. More. I just had to learn and grow. But again, totally. I came out with nudie before I even knew any feedback from cat's pajamas. And people were crazy? like, oh, wow, she really like cleaned it up. And like, I was like, well, actually, I already, did this shit I already made this. Yeah, like, I was already making this. Girl, the, this was already way. done, but okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. I'm glad you guys like it. Absolutely. So I would say that. Okay. For my next question, let's we take, a take a break. Okay, let's take a break. And then we'll be right back. And I'm going to ask Manny <laughs> his next question. Okay.
Thank you so much to Smalls for sponsoring this portion of full coverage. You guys, cat food, it's been the same forever. And it's time that we move our cat food from like just little kibble and little hard little pebbles to, you know, get into the 21st century. And that is what Smalls is. I love Smalls cat food for mm. my cats. I, You know I'm a cat mama. Yes. And we feed our cats wet food for sure. We always have. But I've always, you know, looked at the ingredients and I'm like, I don't know what's right. You guys, Smalls is the one and my cats actually like it. Smalls was started in 2017 when a couple of guys were at home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. A few short years later, they've served millions of meals to cats around the world. I am absolutely obsessed with that. I think that it's so cool that they are doing that. And I just, you know, we want to feed our little furry friends the best things that we can feed them. So give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Hit to smalls.com slash full and use promo code full at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use our code full for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code full for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. We are so excited to tell you guys all about what is keeping us hydrated and healthy, and that is Taste Salud. As many of you know, Manny and I love a good glow on the skin, and skincare is great, but hydration starts from within, babes. Salud's Hydration Plus Immunity Drink Mixes get straight to the root. Get ready to sparkle from the inside out. They're the ultimate drink mix with a two-in-one benefits, one gram of sugar only, and authentic agua fresca flavors. No, because let's talk about it. Hydration and immunity for the healthy glow, low calories, and authentic agua fresca flavors. Are you kidding me? Baby, you have me at agua frescas. Flavors like Jamaica and horchata are nostalgic as hell to me. You know, it just takes me right back to when, you know, I was at family functions and, you know, the, the parties in the backyard. And it just really, just really makes me feel good drinking them, to be quite honest. And I can constantly drink them without worrying about too much sugar, which is lovely. I personally love their clean ingredients. They're also vegan and gluten-free. They're so yummy and easy to incorporate into your daily water. So if you're ready to hydrate your body inside and out. So if you're ready to relive nostalgic moments. Head to tastesalude.com and use code FULL10 for 10% off your first purchase. Taste the goodness, embrace the nostalgia, and cheers to health, babes. And we're back. (laughs) I like the octave change. (laughs) And we're back. That was awesome. Oh, that was horrible. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, Manny. I'm going to ask you your next question. Okay. Do you ever compare yourself to other influencer makeup brands? Oh my god, I do all the time. Do actually, you? I do all the do you? time. I actually cannot help but compare. Like, comparison is the thief of joy, is, is what they say. And I think for me, like, I try not to. I try to hone in. Focus on my craft, focus on my creativity, and I know I come out with dope ass fucking shit. You do. I know, and I know I have a great aesthetic for it, but I just can't help but compare when, like, other influencers specifically. Like, I'm not saying I'm comparing to fucking benefit over here. Like, I'm not doing it's that. Like, unrealistic. Like, it's unrealistic. Well, I can't compare. But when I have like other influencers out there creating brands and they have these humongous backers and they have like these investors and people like in their brand, like that's like paying for all their shit. And like they have gondolas and Sephora and Ulta and all these things, which is incredible. And I'm like happy for them. I can't help but feel like, oh shit, like I don't have those things. Yeah. You know, and I think I that you. naturally I do that because. I just like always want the best for my brand and I right. always want the best for my customer. And I always want the best for my consumer. And sometimes I feel like, am I enough? Like, am I enough? Cause like a lot of the other influencer brands out now, cause they have these huge investors. Cause I don't, I'm obviously self-funded as are you. Yes. Um, 
my launches are a little bit smaller mm -hmm. and they're farther out in between. There's no, I'm not coming out with 10 SKUs in one, in one launch. Yeah. That would you know be what I mean? pretty much impossible. I mean, impossible for me and like, or even like 10 to 40. The only way I could do that is if I work on nothing, no podcast, no YouTube, like just only that. really, and maybe post a couple Instagram pictures and like, that's it. And that's it. But like, that's not the life that we live. Yeah. Like we do have the podcast. We do have YouTube channels. We do like, we do so much other stuff mm -hmm. that like we can't just hone in on the brand and like, listen, that would be cool. And like, I'm sure like just being a full-time CEO would be dope, but like I would miss being online and like talking to my audience and like all that stuff, just like I know you would too. Yeah. So I think that for me, I naturally do compare myself to other big influencer brands because I'm like, I sometimes I feel like I wish I could do that too. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I could have bigger launches and I wish I can come out with more SKUs, but realistically, like if I'm paying for my own POs, PO is a product order, mm -hmm. just for those, um, in case you didn't know that, a PO is a product order. If I'm paying for my own product placement orders and I'm You're paying, shelling out your own 100,000 of dollars yes. from your own bank from account own your investor account. isn't saying what do you want to come out with next what should our next project be let's create it and they fund 100 of it exactly and like that's a different journey right like go those people that have investors that's awesome it's for me that just wasn't awesome. my that wasn't my path and like mm -hmm. i didn't want to give a ton of percentage in the beginning a lot of times when these big uh, investors come in and they're like we want to take 90 percent. you can have 10 yeah but we'll pay for your pos i've been offered um Gosh, I've been offered two different investors Same, into my two, brand. Exactly. Mm -hmm. One wanted to offer me 6% of my mm -hmm. brand and they got to keep 94% of it. Mm -hmm. And basically it would be a situation where they funded everything, they marketed everything, mm -hmm. paid for the photo shoots and like really all the manufacturing and all that. Um, but they got 94% of my brand. And it's I said, absolutely not. Like, it's what? crazy. Like, How's that my brand then? Yes, how? That's even lower than a collab percentage. It's way like, lower than on. a collab percentage. Like, are you joking? Like, that's and crazy. Like, knowing I would have to work at this thing day in and day out for 6%. It, I've been offered 8% and I've been offered 12. So for me, it was the exact same situation where it was like such a drastic change where I was like, no, I'm just going to do it myself and I'm going to make it happen. Um, but, you know, for me, I'm like, sometimes I feel like maybe I need an investor. Like maybe yeah. I do want to come out with huge like skews and huge launches and stuff like that, but I just can't. Yeah. You know, and I think that sometimes I, I get a little into my head about it. I'll get a little insecure about it. Um, it's very understandable though. Right. It's like hard. It's I feel hard like not I'm going to be me. honest. Like, I feel like I am so disconnected sometimes mm -hmm. from our industry more than yeah. people think. Yeah. And maybe that's a bad thing to admit. No, because like I feel like you've, you've pivoted into more fashion and lifestyle exactly. and like you literally have a boutique. Exactly. If you had just Laura Lee Los Angeles, oh, I promise you maybe you would have been honey, thinking the same shit I would. It would be a total different conversation. It would be a different conversation. But I have my hand in other pots yeah. and like my focus is there. Absolutely, which is like yeah. fantastic. And I have my hand in other pots too, which is awesome. Like I, I'm happy that I have the podcast. You know, I did the surreal life. Like I have my hands in other things I'm able to experience, mm -hmm. but like I still can't help but think like, dang, I would love to be able to launch a foundation range with 50 shades. Yeah. I could literally never right Sometimes now. Sometimes I feel like, and this is terrible to say, but I'm mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's too good for me. Yeah. What do you mean? Just like. Do I deserve that? Yeah, like, do I deserve a huge range not, like that? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, I know I do because I literally, I can't help but get insecure about it too. Exactly. Like, I can't help. I was like, well, like, I would love the idea of it. That, it sounds fucking incredible. Yeah. But like, one, I couldn't do it. Like, it's just not a feasible thing at this point. Right. But like, you know, mate, and you know, I'm not, I'm just saying that now. Like, what if I have an investor down the road that's like, I would love to mess in your brand. 
And they're like, we only want to take 10%. <laughs> I'm you like, never know. <laughs> I was like, no, but they take 10%. I take 90. Yeah. Like, let's just say like, I mean, like that's such a low possibility, but like that's. Or 50, I'm not 50. saying Or 50, 50. I'm like, I'm not saying that this is impossible, but right now I do compare naturally because of I am course. self-funded and as are you and a lot of other influencer brands too. And it's not like a right way or a wrong way to do it. If you're self-funded, great. If you're not great, whatever the fuck you have your products out there, but this is just like my path. So my launches are a little bit less in skew and farther out in between. I think people appreciate that though. You think? Like I, pre I think people know that you self-fund that brand mm -hmm. and like at this point in the game, they kind of know the difference Yeah, and not saying one's bad and one's good. That's not true. I think, you know, everybody's on their own path doing their own thing, but I think your audience and like the Lunar Beauty fandom the fans of Lunar Beauty, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like they're aware. So I feel like they really appreciate the nicheness of yeah. your brand and appreciate that you don't overkill with products. Mm -hmm. They can tell that every launch is so genuine and it's just things that you've worked so hard on and that you do have to take time to come out with these products, which makes them feel more special. I'm not trying to That's say people who come out with more and have great big investors, their launches aren't special. I'm not trying to say that, but I do think There's something about having your own self-funded brand though. That makes it mom and pop too. Yeah, extent. it makes it a little it's bit like, more indie. Like actually, it's why literally indie. Why do you indie. support these tiny indie mm -hmm. small businesses? Because there is something so special and niche about them, mm -hmm. and that's like the point of them. Because they're independently owned; they don't have a huge investor and backer. Exactly. Whereas those wouldn't be considered indie because they do. I think Whereas your audience us, like sees that. I think they appreciate it. Well, I hope they do, and I, they do. I, I think that I think that they do too. I really do. Mm -hmm. I just think it's more of like a in my head, in your head thing. Like I just which can't, is understandable. I can't help it, but. I know my products slay. I know my visuals slay. I know like I do a great job. Mm -hmm. I just think it's natural to compare a little bit, especially with people in your own industry. Yeah. You ready yes. for your question? Uh, I'm like, do I have another one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm okay, this is probably okay. This is going to be like our last one because we're like we're like sailing through this pod. Oh wow. We're fucking sailing. Okay. Wow. This question is: How do you deal with toxic people in the industry? <gasps> dun dun dun. <gasps> well, I'll say this. I don't, <laughs> I don't, you know, I've definitely had run-ins and like moments in the industry that weren't my best. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll say I just keep to myself and maybe you guys can use this as advice for your life. But like you run into people that just aren't your vibe or like you feel like you're going in a, not a good direction being around those people, mm -hmm. then get away from, I mean, like the yeah. answer honestly is simpler than you think. Yeah. Get sometimes, away from sometimes it. It's harder to sometimes do. Sometimes it's harder to do, but it doesn't matter. The, but answer, the remains answer is the same. still simple. Yeah. I don't deal with it. I completely separate myself from it. And I, one of the biggest favors you can really do yourself is minding your own business. Maybe. Absolutely. Even whenever people try to drag you into their stuff, mind your own business. Mm -hmm. And so I find that like, honestly, like that is the best way to deal with it. Mind your business and don't deal with it. Like just, I mean, what's, why would you have to? Like, it's like, you literally have one life to fucking live. Exactly. Why would you have to deal with people's bullshit? And that doesn't like just go for people in the industry. It goes for like literally everyone. And yeah, things people do may piss you off, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to act on it. You're going to vent to me about it. I am. <laughs> yes. And then we're going to put a pin in it. <laughs> <laughs> I will re we'll revisit that later we'll on. We'll revisit that later, but mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. But like, that's like, I mean, that's the cool thing about like, thank God we have each other. And like, we have such a close knit group of friends. And I can't control what other people do and say, I can't, Absolutely. but I can control what I do and say. And What's that, that one saying from RuPaul? Um, what people have to say about me is none yeah, of my no, business. It's none of my business. It's the truth. It is the truth. If Rue said it, 
It's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> if RuPaul said it, it is gold. Truth. But it's, maybe, I mean, it really is like the fucking truth. Like what people have to say about you, like all you can do is be yourself and like present the way you want to be presented. And if people don't, if they say something about it, if they don't see that same way, then that's their opinion. That's their view. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with me. Exactly. Well, Mr. Manuel or Mrs. I should say. <laughs> Either, a little, either or i this was like a fun podcast for me like it was this like, was nice. like one of my favorites me so too far. it was like nice to be able to just like kind of talk and just sit and just like really have an in-depth conversation do i have about another question for you all right let me ask you one quick question okay fine Before why the segment why aren't you taken yet oh my god <laughs> uh, oh that's like such a hard question for me to even answer you better answer um i think that i'm not taking it because my walls are really high yeah and I have a uh, high threshold mm -hmm. for what like I want. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, I think I've like been through like a lot of trauma when it comes to like dating or like just connections with men in general when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm sure I've told you this a long ago, but I don't know if I ever told you about like my, one of my high school best friends. Yes. That like he was my, like he was like you and me. Like uh -huh. we were like every single day we talked every single day. He would go on like family trips with me. Wow. Like literally like so close. And one day he just never responded to me ever again. <gasps> and like stopped talking to me. Cold turkey. Like out of the it's like as if you literally disappeared off mind you, you're way closer to me than I was with him. But like just like imagine like your one of your closest friends, especially in high school time, like your best friend mm -hmm. just completely disappearing off the planet. Cause he went to a different school than I did. Okay. So I wouldn't see him at school. Okay. We would see each other after school. Never respond. Never saw him again. That is so crazy. Do you know why? I have no idea. I still don't know to this day. Oh and this happened to me when I was like 16, 17. This is and crazy. And I think that that like, it, it's like, it caused this like weird thing in me that like, it just like, like something shattered in me. Mm -hmm. Like when that happened, because I had never had felt like that before where I had like this personal connection with this like dude. Mind you, he was straight. And like, I was straight at the time, you know, like I was like very just like, we're just like dude two guy friends but like when that happened i think that like part of me just like shattered in this like weird Ugh, way that's terrible and it's sad but like i feel like that's like you know and then when i started like liking men and dating men and wanting to be interested in men like the guys that were interested in when i was in my like late teens early 20s weren't interested in me back mm. so when i would try these things like it wouldn't work so i had my heart open for like so long and i just kept getting shat on constantly so I think that now it just takes me so much longer to open up and like be at a spot where I can like actually have feelings for someone. Yeah. Because I'm so like guarded, scarred and way. guarded and like I feel like I'm calloused. Yeah. To like this idea of being in like in love because I'm don't sure know what other love people feels like. out there have experienced similar like a similar situation. I'm sure they have. Like I'm yeah. sure they have. But like being ghosted by your best friend at the time. Horrible. Like that's like the weird like and high school is such thing. like a hard time and like an impressionable age. Yes, it's such a like. Age. Yeah, like, the, yeah, I forgot like, the word for it, but it's like, it's such a, the age is, you, you get molded so much in your high school years. Yeah. And so I think it just like, something in me just like really just snapped and I couldn't like get out of it. Ugh, that sucks. And so, yeah, now I'm trying though. But I feel I like you have gone on successful dates. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not the one, totally. but I feel like you've like really, I have. really done well. I just got, a, I did a couple of recent dates that were like fantastic. Exactly. We're not like, we're no longer talking anymore. So we're moving in a good direction though. But we're moving in a great direction. direction. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm like, it just takes me a little bit longer than usual, but I'm trying to open up more and be more like accepting of love because I know I deserve it, but it is hard for me. Well, I love the honesty. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> 
Okay, so we do our segment advice. Let's do Let's it. Let's fucking do it, bitch. Let's Would you like do me it. to start? Let's have you start. Yeah, absolutely. So, Unsolicited advice, which is actually solicited. Because <laughs> they're specifically asking. asked. Yeah. But our first one's a three-parter. Oh Everyone remains anonymous, of course. Absolutely. I broke up with my boyfriend because he was immature and he lied a lot to me. But I think he really loves me and we were good together. And I mm. want to be with him, but I don't know. Should I wait it out and see if he grows up or move on? See, but the the lying thing is where she got me. That one really that one stuck. I think that is you can't the red trust. flag. That's beyond immaturity. I mean, it's beyond. If you have to little be a little bitch and lie about everything, mm -hmm. then you are immature. Absolutely, but like being when, brave and honest mm -hmm. takes maturity. Oh, absolutely. So I get it, but it's like if he lies, girl, no, absolutely not. By the way, we're also like working on us doing like getting some audios in so we can like report record them to like the microphone just so you guys can like hear it if we want but for now we're just gonna be reading because <laughs> we're still working on that but um no like i feel like when it comes like the lying thing i think that's like where i draw such a huge line me too mind you i'm also like literally never been to love so there's that and i don't know if i can even have that kind of advice it's like girl want to be why I don't know. It's like, maybe you were good together. But there are other fish in the sea who are mature and don't lie. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it's like, why are you like putting on hold your life waiting on this guy to grow up? Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, they're like, he might be great for you in that, in that way. But like, you shouldn't, I mean, and maybe he will mature, you know, and we're not I'm saying sure. that he's not. I'm sure. But like the idea of like, you can be mature and lie still though. Like it's just true. because you're mature doesn't mean you don't lie. It's true. Like you, it's, it does, it goes, you know, both ways i honestly wouldn't put i wouldn't wait on no i wouldn't wait on him either mm -hmm. and i know it's hard because you're in love and like i know that like that feeling maybe is so if you strong. guys naturally come back together in yeah. some way but like mm -hmm. just like actually waiting on him to grow up no no I, I agree i think that you need to put yourself out there and like do your own thing and then like maybe if, it, if it's meant to be it'll be it'll be and i think that down the line maybe it'll happen great you know it happens in like happens actually all the time like people like we're in love in high school they break up and like in like later on in life and they live in a small town they like get together again mm -hmm. and it's like oh well like I, we both grew mm -hmm. you know so i think that that it could happen do you have a secret for i us? do i do manny's gonna I read a like little two secret secrets. i'm just read just one for now <laughs> should we read okay so I, I i screenshotted two one is like a like what the fuck okay and the other one is like a oh okay i want the okay first okay so okay or first if, if, if we have time one. yeah this one is for some reason and i don't know why I feel like my son's autism is my fault. It like breaks my heart. That breaks my like, heart. It literally breaks my heart reading it. I'm you birth a child, you create a child, mm -hmm. you know, and then like you feel maybe that guilt or like feel mm -hmm. like you did something wrong. But listen, I don't think she should feel that way. I completely agree. She did absolutely nothing wrong. Exactly. What she did was bring a little angel into the world. Uh -huh. And like, that's what you did. Exactly. Like, that's what you did. You, you helped someone come to this earth and like you loved him and you raised him. And that is like all you can really, like if you just love your child unconditionally, you've done like all you can as a parent, like dead ass. Yeah. And it's like, it's natural to feel maybe guilt for something absolutely. like that. Like we as humans tend to like, even like whenever I'm like, I know I'm good to Aaron, but sometimes mm -hmm. I'm like, 
how can I be better? You know, it's like you always like pin in guilt and like you're not doing enough or you're not enough or maybe you did something wrong. Like I feel like any type of parent, I'm not like I didn't raise a child from birth, so Mm -hmm. I can't speak to that. But I think like in the parenting world, like it's natural to like have guilty feelings. I was watching a TikTok the other day. Mm -hmm. It's like she was like putting her son to bed, like walking out of the room, her thoughts in her head. And she was like, should have spent more time with him today. Should have not gotten so angry. Am I a good mom? Mm -hmm. You know, like all these thoughts that naturally come in that like are of guilt. And it's like, as humans, I feel like we do that. The inner saboteur. The inner saboteur. No, honestly, I think that, like you said, it's so natural to feel like guilty in this way, but just know that you're enough. Mm -hmm. Like if you're loving your kid and you're being there for them and you are accepting of who they are as as a human being and you're there for them, that is like what the kid needs to be a good kid. Yes. I mean, there's obviously so many other things like structure and like, you know, there's a lot of things, but like at the core like value wise, like love and acceptance, like that is truly mm-hmm. what kids need to flourish. I feel like my mom was very that. Absolutely. I feel like she was really loose in other areas. She was like, yeah, do your thing, girl, do your thing. But she loved you always, unconditionally. And she accepted you for who you were. Absolutely. All three of her kids, she really mm-hmm. like honed in on that. Like that was like the thing. But see, that's what makes a fantastic parent. It is. Is like, you just truly loving them and being unconditional with who they are as people, like just accept them. Yeah. And I think that if you accept your child and you love them unconditionally, like you're good, girl. You're good. You're good. You're good. I know it's hard not to feel guilty, but try to focus on the, all the good because you do, I'm sure so much. Like even saying that to me, like, I know that's hard. Yeah. But like, you're great. And that sums up episode number six. Six. Oh my full god. Coverage. Episode six of full coverage. What should we even title this? Should it be like asking, asking, the, asking, asking each other the hardest, hardest questions. questions? Yeah. Yeah. I like Thank that. you guys so much for all the support on full coverage. We've really enjoyed it. And we love it, you guys. We love you guys we so love much. It. And we love like doing this and we're really just enjoying like the journey. Yeah, it's been really fun. It's fun. Like, I just like to sit and just chat and, like, get to open about things I don't naturally always talk about, like, myself. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's, like, on our channels, we post different types of videos. So, sometimes we don't give ourselves the opportunity to talk about some of these things. Mm -hmm. And, like, with this podcast, we get to say so much more. Absolutely. We get to go, like, deep dive into things. Deep dive. And, like, really talk and dissect certain topics and like we're just having a lot of fun with it and we hope you guys are too. And we'd love for you guys to rate like, and subscribe, subscribe and like, and just like, you know, let us know what you guys are thinking. We really, really, really appreciate it. We leave a little review on Apple podcasts. And with that, we'll catch you guys in our next episode. Bye. We love Bye, you. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. But I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm -hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm, your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. 